0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, April 25th. Your drive, it begins right now here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. My name is Paul Swan. I'm here until 6 o'clock. giving you the opportunity to talk martial sports and beyond. My text line this hour is 304 396 talk 304 Three nine six eight two five five. We'll get into some other things as well. It's not just all about Marshall, but we got to start with the result today from the dot. Marshall with the victory over Virginia Tech, two to one. So congratulations to Megan Smith Lyon and her squad, Sydney Nestor with the win in that game. So good job by the Thundering Herd beating the twenty-second ranked Virginia Tech Hokies. Crowd looked good, from what I saw. I don't know if it reached Alabama levels, but the crowd looked really good, and I'm hoping that's going to be the norm instead of the exception. That is what we need to see more often than not for Marshall softball. They're winning. I'm hoping eventually they will get ranked. They'll go into conference play in the tournament ready to go. If the voters aren't going to put you in the top 25, go out and win your conference tournament. That's the only way to guarantee yourself a spot in the NCAA tournament. So, congratulations once again to the softball team getting it done at the dot. Thundering Heard winning there, two to one. So, as we start getting your phone calls and texts in, we'll start with the text line 304 396 TALK, 304 396 8255. It's time to talk basketball. Now, we've been putting this together, piecing it together over the last few days and, and weeks. You know, the Marshall University men's basketball team is going to be in the Cayman Islands Classic in the men's basketball tournament. That was a fact that you heard here a few weeks ago from Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. So that has been announced. And the release that went out Dan D'Antoni said he was excited about the opportunity. Of course, there's benefits for recruiting, team bonding. That came out in the, the tournament notes. And so here's what the tournament looks like. And it's going to take place from November 19th to 21st at the John Gray Gymnasium. The teams that are involved with this, along with Marshall, Drake, Loyola Marymount Oakland Stephen F Austin Utah State Wake Forest and Old Miss So this is the lineup for the Cayman Islands Classic Putting the experience ex- putting that aside the experience is well worth it Is this the lineup of teams that you were expecting when you first heard about this? What do you think about Marshall playing Drake? Does that excite you? Does Marshall facing off against Loyola, Marymount, does that do it for you? How about Marshall and Oakland? What about the herd and Stephen F. Austin? Marshall, Utah State. Then you have Marshall Wake Forest. And you have Marshall Ole Miss. So those are some of the teams that have signed up for this thing. Eight in total in this tournament. So I'm interested to see how it pans out for the Thundering Herd. And what's the Herd fan base excitement for this thing? So... I'll give you an opportunity to let me know. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So it's, it's a nice November trip, right? It's a nice little trip before Thanksgiving. Give you an opportunity to, if you're going, and of course, there's going to be a ticket package out for this. There's going to be a travel package for this. If you're really interested in going to the Cayman Islands Classic for the right price, you can go. And you can see Thundering Herd basketball from the 19th to 21st. It's a fan event. It's an opportunity for the Herd to travel. It's an opportunity for the Herd to face off against teams that normally the Herd wouldn't face. But I don't know if this is, and I might be underselling it a little bit, I don't know if this is going to be a tournament full of powerhouses or just really good basketball programs, really good teams getting together together playing in a really good tournament. That's my impression early on. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like, though. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I'm down with Marshall taking on Ole Miss. I'm good with that. I'm good with the Herd and Wake Forest. Not so excited about Stephen F. Austin. Utah State, okay, I'm okay with that. I could take it or leave it. And then there's Oakland. Yeah, that's not bad. Marshall and Drake, sure. Loyola Marymount, yeah, okay. There's really not one of these teams here that I would say, eh, you know, I'm not that excited about. So this looks okay. And again, we're several months away from this thing. We'll see how it shakes out. But Marshall's in a tournament. Marshall is going to travel. There's going to be an opportunity for herd fans to follow along and to travel to see the herd. So this is a win-win for everybody. We'll get more information on this as we get closer to it, but we'll see how Marshall basketball starts to shape up as the Thundering Herd continues to get ready for the upcoming season. Yeah, The preparation never ends. Tennis is in the Sunbelt Tournament, and we got the news earlier today that uh, – Johanna Strom, named to the 2023 Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year honor. She won that, so congratulations to her. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. We've got some transfer portal news to get into as well. We've got a rundown of what happened last night in baseball, and we'll look ahead as well. The Pirates are in action tonight. Taking on the Dodgers. It's a 635 first pitch. We've got the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to do that at 610. So stick around after the show. If you want to hear some baseball action, we've got you covered. And again, it's Pirates-Dodgers right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Or if you're not into baseball, you'd rather hear a little racing, I'll give a shout out to our sister station, Big Buck Country 1015, as NASCAR Live tonight, 7 o'clock. And again, your home of NASCAR in the tri-state is Big Buck Country 1015. So we'll get you updated on everything that's happening today. A few things to talk about with the Thundering Herd. Also, we'll run down what happened across the spectrum in the National Hockey League and, of course, the NBA. People are still talking about the Jets picking up Aaron Rodgers. So we'll get into all of that, and of course, we will get your text in 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. That, the number to be a part of the program, we're starting to get a couple of texts in. So we'll look at those when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All right, let's open up that text line. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the number. You want to be a part of today's edition of The Drive, you can do it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Texter wrote in just a few minutes ago and said, I think all games, and we're talking about basketball, the Cayman Islands Classic, Texter said, I think all games prior to January are more about you than your opponent. The tournament is a chance to get more games in to work on yourself. So it's a win whether the opponent names look impressive or not. So this is an opportunity, according to the Texter, it's a good take, that Marshall has an opportunity to face off against opponents that normally doesn't have on a schedule. Get to go to the Cayman Islands. It's a win there. Also, fans will be able to go. It's a win there for the fans who are willing to spend some money with the Thundering Herd and make the trip to the Cayman Islands Classic. And you have teams that Marshall usually doesn't see, so it should be interesting and challenging. And there's not really not a bad team on this list. I don't think that there's a terrible team. It's just no one on this list pops. No team pops on this thing. Let I me mean, sure, Old Miss is, is fine. Old Miss is great. Wake Forest, I mean, that's cool. I would take those teams in a heartbeat. Utah State. Normally I wouldn't see the Herd taking on Utah State but in a venue like this and in a situation like this yeah that'd be a that'd be a good matchup. I'm not so thrilled about Stephen F. Austin. That's just me. Oakland I'm okay with again. Marshall would normally face off against Oakland. And I don't think Marshall and Drake would necessarily schedule each other on a yearly basis. Loyola Marymount I'm cool with that. So I'm not trying to say this is a terrible lineup. It's just there's really not a, a major name on this lineup. And I'm sure right now on some sports radio talk show somewhere there's a sports host or there's a group of broadcasters who cover their team saying, look, Marshall University I bet it's the Drake talk show. There's a show, there's a sports talk show, maybe, that covers Drake, and they're talking about Marshall right now or Oakland. It's a good lineup, though. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's a great opportunity, to be honest with you. The herd getting the travel. I hope Marshall does more like this. I'd like to see Marshall get away from bringing in teams and whatever revamped tournament you get. Where you bring in some smaller division teams, some lower level teams, and you get home games. I'd rather give up a home game and go to a venue or an event like this for the Thundering Herd to get better quality opponents. And without a doubt, these are better quality opponents. You look at Marshall's non-conference schedule, compare it to this, all of a sudden, my argument is moot. This is a much better non-conference schedule that Marshall's faced off against in the past. And I know the schedule was put together so Marshall could get some swagger back, and it's great to win, but Marshall's got to get out there and play teams that will help improve the number, the net, the ranking. These numbers matter. So Marshall's got to get out there and play More challenging opponents. I'm not saying go beat your head against a wall here. What I'm saying is go play some better quality opponents. And you know what? Going to the Cayman Islands, not a bad trip whatsoever. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. If you just joined us, this is the drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 right as we went to air. Marshall defeated Virginia Tech at the dot, 2-1. to So congratulations for the Thundering Herd getting the win over 22nd-ranked Virginia Tech. That's definitely going to be a feather in the cap of the program. And Marshall softball coach Megan Smith-Lyon with Sidney Nestor getting the win for the Thundering Herd. And as we mentioned to you earlier, we've got some transfer portal news. Earlier today, Marshall quarterback Cade Cunningham Entered the transfer portal, made that announcement on Twitter. Typical stuff there, thanking everyone who helped him make the decision. If you don't remember too much of Cunningham, he was he was out there. If you went to the spring game, so you got to see a little bit of him. Six-foot-four, 195-pound quarterback, so he's going to put himself into the transfer portal, and you're going to see that more. The transfer portal gives these kids an opportunity to maybe try their luck somewhere else. It's obvious right now. The quarterback situation I think is going to be Cam Fancher and Cole Pennington. I think that's your quarterback situation right now. That's an opinion. That is not a statement of fact, but I think – It's Fancher, it's Pennington. That's your quarterback situation right now. So sometimes if you're a quarterback, you see the writing on the wall. It's a lot harder to be a quarterback. If you're a quarterback and you try to break into the starting lineup and you've got a really good quarterback ahead of you, it's difficult sometimes. The quarterback, while you have to have depth at that position, it's not necessarily the position you swap players in and out for. Okay, we're going to run Cole in. Now let's run Fancher in. Okay, let's run Cole back in. I mean, you can do that at other positions. You can create depth. You can also give players a rest, an opportunity, bring someone else in, competing for a spot, or at least trying to stay in the roster position that they have, so they can maybe move up, show their self, provide depth. You can do that at other positions, quarterback. If you're not the starter, you're not the backup, your scout team. You're not going anywhere. So I can see that. We're going to probably see more. Not a mass exodus, but we'll see more in the transfer portal before it's all said and done. Our text line is open, 304-396-talk, 304-396-8255. That's our number to be a part. Of today's edition of the drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I refresh the text line, texter just wrote: Marshall gets the W against Virginia Tech two to one. Go, herd! First top twenty-five win at home and school history. So that's a big deal for the Thundering Herd. We knew this team was capable. We saw the game against Alabama and thought, wow, Marshall really had an opportunity here. Alabama's a good team. Marshall's a good team. So now Virginia Tech comes in. Marshall gets the victory. It was a strong showing at the dot today for Thundering Herd fans. Hopefully, we'll see more like that as far as attendance is concerned. Someone wrote in to me yesterday. It was on social media, actually. Said that it should be a 1,000 seats minimum at the dot. That's not a bad plan. How that's going to get paid for, I don't know. How you would make that modification, what you need to do to to do it first class. I get the need sometimes to maybe stick some temporary bleachers out there, but at the same time, you're a little landlocked. You can't go too far. You got the railroad track. You can't go too far. But I think you can do some creative things to increase capacity at the stadium, give it a little bit more of a... Home field advantage. You fill up the grandstand, the inside part, then you have some seating outside of the grandstand. Expand it a little bit more. I think you'd have a nice venue there for multiple events, not just marshall softball. But I'm sure seating is there's gotta be a concept somewhere. Someone is has drafted concept art of what an expanded dot would look like with seating. What a wonderful problem that would be. So, Thundering here getting the victory again. Congratulations to Megan Smith-Lyon. Very, very good win today for the program. More text. Let's do that. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Programming note Pirates Baseball coming up tonight, 610 here on ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. Three game home series with the Dodgers, 635 first pitch. Game is always on ESPN. and AM 930. Pirates were off yesterday. Reds got a win. How about that? The Reds won one. Beat the Rangers 7-6 yesterday. That breaks a six-game losing streak. The teams will meet again tonight, 6:40 at Great American Ballpark. And the Rockies beat the Guardians 6-0, Game 2 of the series. Coming up tonight, 6-10 at Progressive Field. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this very show at 304-396-TALK, 304 304-396- 396 8255. 5. So, yesterday we got the news that the Jets agreed on a deal to acquire Aaron Rodgers. In exchange, Green Bay will get the 13th overall 2023 NFL draft selection, a second rounder and a sixth rounder this year, and a conditional 2024 second round pick that can become a first rounder if Rodgers plays 65% of his plays. For New York this season, 65% of plays for New York. Speaking of quarterbacks, Bengals news. The Bengals today exercised quarterback Joe Burrow's fifth-year option for the 2024 season. The team indicated this is a mechanical step along the way, and it will continue working with Burrow and his representatives to work toward securing his long-term future as a Bengal Don't mess this up. That's all I'm saying. Don't mess that up. The Bengals are relevant. I like it. It's great to be a Bengals fan. I'm telling you, I haven't had this much joy in a long time. Now, on Sunday, I can listen to the game because I'm not paying for that YouTube TV stuff to watch football when it's not on local TV. I can listen to the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So that was the big news yesterday, that Green Bay offloading Aaron Rodgers. That headache is gone. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers and the New York media will be a perfect fit for one another? Members of the media in New York, kind of no-nonsense sometimes. Aaron Rodgers, my impression is he's always nonsense. That's going to be fun. I, I welcome that circus. That's going to be fun. I've, seriously, I'm just going to sit back and watch SportsCenter, just like you. Every time there's a new Aaron Rodgers story, I'm just going to sit back and wait and watch the fireworks fire. 304-396-TALK-THE-TEXT-LINE, 304-396-8255. That is our number to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here in ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So, last night we had a full night. I was going back and forth trying to keep up with everything. Maple Leafs and the Lightning went into overtime in the NHL. I actually stayed up for that. I stayed up for that. I watched it. I paid for it this morning. Toronto leads that series 3-1. to The Kraken beat Colorado in overtime. That series is tied at two games apiece. Las Vegas beat Winnipeg 4 to 2, so the Golden Knights lead that series 3 to 1 and the game that really burned me yesterday, the Devils beat the Rangers 3 to 1, so that series tied at 2 games apiece. But I was trying to keep up with all that and of course the NBA was going on and the Lakers beat the Grizzlies 117 to 111. How about that? The Lakers lead that series 3 games to 1 and Miami beat Milwaukee 119-114, to 114. so the Heat lead that series three games to one. So a lot of NBA action tonight. We've got the Hawks taking on the Celtics. Timberwolves are going to face off against the Nuggets, and the Clippers are going to take on the Phoenix Suns, so that's what your NBA action looks like. And in the NBA, I think it's good that the Lakers are going to advance not going to lie to you. I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan out there. I'm a Lakers fan. Not the biggest LeBron James fan, but I think the NBA needs a good LA team and that looks like it's going to go the Lakers way. Don't be calling don't call LeBron old. That's the thing. You call LeBron old, you're just going to motivate him. I wouldn't toy with him. I wouldn't tease him. I wouldn't do anything out there. I would just go out there and play. You complain about him sometimes, maybe not having that killer instinct. He's been looking pretty good out there. So I'll give the old man credit. Lakers still got it going right now. NHL action tonight. The Islanders are going to take on the Carolina Hurricanes. I know there are a lot of Hurricanes fans in the area. Wild taking on the Dallas Stars and the Kings taking on the Edmonton Oilers. So that should be a fun series. So that's a rundown of what's happening across the board. We've got Marshall softball to talk about because the thundering herd with a victory over Virginia Tech defeating a top 25 opponent for the first time at Dot Hicks Field 2-1 Victor Sidney Nestor with the win so if you were there how's the crowd today I want to hear from you 304-396-TALK 304-396-8255 I saw some photos but how was the crowd today Was it better organized? And I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but there were a lot of people who showed up for Alabama. I know the the logistic notes went out to guide fans on where they need to sit, how they need to sit, stay away from the train tracks. That should have been obvious. The fact that went out in a note means somebody or a group of people we're too close to the train tracks. That's it obvious. I would not hang out on the train tracks. But the note went out, so the crowd looked good today. I'm just kind of curious what the atmosphere was like. 304-396-TALK, 304 304-396- 396 8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line for this hour is 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Final segment of today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You can also find me on Twitter. That is at Paul Swan. I'll check them both before we're done with today's show. Big win today for the Thundering Herd on the softball field. Wrapping up before we went on the air, Marshall getting a win over Virginia Tech. to so the Thundering Herd with a win in the top 25. So is it time now? Will Marshall finally get a little bit more consideration? Is it time to rank the Thundering Herd? I know Marshall hasn't been getting that much love, and Marshall still has work to do. The Thundering Herd needs to go out and win out or put itself in a position to win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament That's ultimately the prize here. But if Marshall can do that, business will take care of itself. If Marshall can't do that, a win against Virginia Tech going to look nice at least. And that's the goal here. Make sure that you're in the best position possible for postseason consideration. And the best way to guarantee yourself postseason consideration, go out and win the conference tournament. My money might still be on softball to bring home the first Sunbelt Conference team championship. It still might be softball. Tennis might have a shot. Anything can happen, and the tennis team is getting set for the Sunbelt Conference tournament. But softball might be my pick do you agree? Is it going to be softball to win the first conference championship in a team sport? My original pick was soccer. That was my original pick. Chris Grassy's team first up, historically, of late, the soccer team is really good at winning those things. Chris Grassy likes trophies. He's got so many of them. Doesn't know what to do with them all. So that was my first pick. Didn't go the way I thought it would. Football was there. Basketball actually had a legitimate shot at it. Win a regular season championship. One game away. So now, putting all my chips in on softball. Is softball going to be that sport that gets the first championship for Marshall in a team sport? Or are we going to have to wait the cycle again? And I hope that's not the case. I hope Marshall doesn't finish the sports calendar without a single team championship. I'd hate to see that first year in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt's tough, though. I think a lot of people said that. Sun Belt was going to be tough. Marshall trying to, as Coach Huff, I'm going to steal his quote, his his catchphrase, closing the gap. I think there's a lot still to be done for the Thundering Herd, but I think softball's right there. It's the team that I've got the most confidence in right now that can go into the tournament and on any given day could win that thing. So cross our fingers. I hope I'm not jinxing this thing. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's our number to be a part of. Uh, Today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. I mentioned tennis earlier, and uh, I really need to uh, give Joanna Strom a little bit more attention. She was named the 2023 Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year, 18-2 record in singles play, with wins over opponents from Kentucky, West Virginia, and Illinois, along with her double partner, Emma Vander Hayden, named to the doubles' first team with a 13-5 record at number 1 doubles. She, if John Mercer can keep her, and again, tennis, like any other program, has that transfer portal thing. If Coach Mercer can keep her and add to that, I think she's going to be a nice foundation for this team. Imagine that. Marshall gets a freshman of the year in basketball, which goes and leaves. Now Marshall's got a freshman of the year in tennis, and I hope that's not a trend. I hope that's not when freshman of the year, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go see where I can go with freshman of the year trophy in hand. I'd hope that's not the case for tennis, but that's a stat. I would track that. Every time... A major award like that is presented. Does that solidify that student-athlete staying or is that going to be the catalyst for that student-athlete to maybe test the waters elsewhere? I'm not trying to speak that evil. I'm not trying to make that true, but you can say this. Marshall at least has been, in the individual categories, able to score a few victories. So congratulations again to Joanna Strom being named the 2023 Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year. And as we mentioned earlier, if you weren't with us, uh, Marshall quarterback Cade Cunningham making the announcement on Twitter, entering the transfer portal. Thanked everyone who helped him make the decision. I think the writing was on the wall. Absolutely think the writing was on the wall. My opinion is it is Cam Fancher. And it is Cole Pennington. That's your quarterback situation at Marshall University at this moment. That's your 1-2. If something changes, we'll find out together. But I think that's your 1-2 right now. And we've got time. And I'm, I'm sure Coach doesn't appreciate me setting his lineup for him. I'm sure Coach doesn't like me sitting here saying, okay, quarterback competition's closed. I've got my 1-2. and two. I don't think he appreciates me saying that, but... I'm saying it. I'm absolutely saying it. I think it's between those two right now. Besides, we like Fancher and we like Cole Pennington. What's not the like against that kid? What's, what's, what's there to knock on that kid? He's a good kid. And I'm sure there are a lot of herd fans that want to see a Pennington taking the ball under center. Leading the herd down the field. There are a lot of herd fans. For a lot of Marshall fans, you just know of Chad Pennington. You've heard of Chad Pennington. And I'm talking to younger fans. You've heard about the stories. you were told about it. There are some of us that remember it. We were here when he was here. Then he went into the NFL. We remember those days. But for some other fans, they've just heard about it. So, this would be an opportunity to get another Pennington under center, leading a charge for the Thundering Herd, maybe winning a, a bowl game, winning a conference championship. Yeah, that's the dream, I'm sure, for a lot of Herd fans. Don't lie, you know it's true. And I'm with you as well because, again, I think Chad Pennington has been very good for Marshall University. There have been several. That have been good for Marshall University. And for those of you that were not at the spring game, I appreciate Marshall bringing back some of the older players, some of the other teams. I think players from the 92 team need to be back more often, the 96 team, of course, the 99 team. You got to bring back a lot of these players, give them an opportunity to come back, be seen by the fans, be remembered. Because for a lot of Marshall fans, these are guys we just heard about, right? We've heard about them. We've heard the stories. Hey, maybe we saw their game on YouTube. Checking the game out. Hey, let's let's watch this game with Randy Moss in it. How he leaps over the entire Naval Academy. Those are easy. Those are easy to find. But how many of you... I've just heard about some of these legacy teams and how many of you are you know, long-standing. You're, you're older fans. You're, you've been around a little bit more. And so for us, yeah, we want to see Cole Pennington as a quarterback. That's not a knock against Cam Fancher. It's just it'd be nice to see a Pennington back under center taking the ball. Throwing it down the field. Scoring touchdowns, leading her to a championship. I think that would make a lot of her fans happy. 304 396 talk 304 396 8255. That's our number to be a part of the program today. Our top stories Marshall gets the victory over Virginia Tech in softball, beating a top 25 opponent 2 1 at Dot Hicks Field. Also, the basketball schedule has been announced, or at least the teams that are participating, and the 2023 Cayman Islands Classic Men's Basketball Tournament. That's going to feature, of course, the Marshall Thundering Herd. And then you have Drake, Loyola Marymount, Oakland, Stephen F. Austin, Utah State, Wake Forest, and Ole Miss. I'm sure there will be a... Ticket package announced in the future. If it is sent to us, we will let you know what it is. I'd go to this thing. Spend a few days following the herd. Cayman Islands. Yeah, I'd go to this thing. Absolutely, I'd go to this thing. This would be fun. A little before Thanksgiving as well. Just enough time to go to this thing, enjoy it, come back, and then get ready for Thanksgiving. I'd go to this thing. This, this would be all right. So those are the teams. Uh, anyone on this uh, schedule here, any team you look at and go, I'm excited to see the herd play? I think that's maybe the question I should ask. Is there anyone on this schedule, any team, that you see and go, you know, I kind of want to see that matchup. I'd like to see what Marshall and Drake look like or I'd like to see what Marshall and Utah State look like. Of course, you can't go wrong with Ole Miss. You can't go wrong with Wake Forest. I'm not, a, I'm not in love with Stephen F. Austin. They're a good program. It's not that. It just, I think this is way better than Marshall's non-conference schedule last season, so I'll give it pluses here. Thumbs up here on this. If you came to me and said, hey, this is Marshall's non-conference schedule. Okay. I'd be good with this. Absolutely. If you came to me and said, we're going to the Cayman Islands. Oh, great. Which big name are we going to get? And then you gave me this list. Okay, that's cool. I was expecting maybe a bigger name, a higher profile team, but... This is cool. I know I'm not sounding 100% positive on it, but I'm not negative on it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not negative about it. It's just I was expecting something with a little bit more pop. But this is really good. It's a solid tournament. So that's my take. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Of course, we'll take your text, we'll take your tweets, and you can always find me on Twitter and react to what you've heard today if you're listening on our podcast. That's right. If I get a notification at 2:30 in the morning, if someone's listening to the podcast, that's cool. You can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever you get your podcast. Hit that follow button. It's free to follow. Then it'll come to you when it's ready. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.